Good good morning and a happy Monday. Welcome to today's episode of Morning Well. Start of a new week. Have a good one. Three things that we're going to talk about. What are the triggers in the market now? The week ahead and a quick FX roundup. Declines in shares of technology companies pushed the S&P 500 to a third week of loss. Stocks had jumped at the start of last week, re- recouping some of their losses from the previous two weeks when the S&P 500 and Nasdaq Composite recorded the worst two-week decline since March. But the gains proved to be short-lived. All three major US indexes notched the third consecutive week of losses. S&P 500 lost about 5.4% over the last 3 weeks, the biggest percentage decline over that time since over the time frame since June. The Nasdaq was down about 7.7% over the last 3 weeks, that's the biggest such decline since March. In other markets on Friday, the Euro stock 600 was down by 0.7%. China Shanghai Composite was higher, it was up more than 2%, while major indices in Hong Kong, Japan and South Korea advanced 0.5% and Australia was kind of lower. In China, foreign investors have added to their holdings of Chinese stocks, helping push the yuan higher as well in the recent days to the strongest level that we have seen against the dollar since May 2019. So what are the triggers in the market now what is the dynamic I've tried to list out a few points over here so some investors were disappointed last week that the central bank that is the fed didn't offer more guidance and around additional stimulus measures or specifics about the inflation target now many are anticipating more volatility in the coming months particularly around the US elections and potentially a rocky earnings season investors are already looking for weeks of uncertainty following the election Meanwhile on the analyst side they are expecting earnings for the third quarter to drop by 22% from the year prior that's the second largest decline in earnings since 2009 Democrats and Republicans still remain at an impasse around the um, coronavirus relief package the breakdown in negotiation has disappointed many investors who expected another relief package could lend more spending power to Americans and boost the economic recovery Additional support remember would would help consumer spending which powers about 2/3 of the US economy. On the other side investors are watching for progress on COVID-19 vaccine trials. Still on the recent couple of weeks the biggest source of uncertainty is whether the recent downturn in tech will turn into a prolonged period of underperformance. The big tech companies have an outsized influence on the S&P 500 given their towering market valuation. but there is a slight amount of reversal at play one sign of this reversal is a version of the s&p 500 that gives every company equal weighting edged higher 0.7% in the last week while the index has slipped 0.6% so those were some of the triggers that you know i thought i'll list out uh, these are things that are pushing and pulling the market and uh, something that we will keep an eye on as the weeks progress and we head towards the election season i mean the proper election uh, month itself in terms of the week ahead uh, fed chair jerome paul testifies before congressional committees on from tuesday to thursday to discuss the pandemic relief effort he'll probably focus on the main street lending program which is dispensed only a fraction of its 600 billion and speak broadly about the economy and fiscal stimulus treasury secretary steven manushin will also answer questions the world's most liquid credit index called uh, cdx ig for short will undergo its biggest upgrade since 2009 on monday as it dumps firms that became junk during the pandemic 
the price of protection against default is predicted to drop as much as 20 basis point as a result, taking the measure back to pre-COVID uh, levels. Flash PMIs are what we'll be looking out for from Europe. Germany, Fran uh, Germany, France and UK would be coming out on Wednesday. A German IFO survey also would be coming out on Thursday. Robust US housing demand may be bumping against a tight supply is what Bloomberg Economics is saying. August existing home sales are forecasted to show an increase while new home sales are expected to drop. Durable goods are also due and September PMIs are also due in terms of the US. In credit markets, companies may raise about 30 billion in new investment grade debt this week and high yield volume is set to boost 2020 issuance past the previous record which was set in 2012. So strong issuances continue. ECB speeches are headline. Uh, President Lagarde will also speak but Chief Economist Philip Lane will have will also speak and along with the other members but comments from Lane and Lagarde over the euro is something that we might have to watch out for this week. BOE's uh, Andrew Bailey will appear twice. So that is also critical because of this whole new negative interest rate um, policy that they have been discussing. Earnings will be looking out for Nike and General Mills along with Costco. Lastly, on the uh, FX side, the dollar fell to fresh lows against the euro, the Japanese yen and New Zealand dollar on Friday. The reports were mixed. Consumer sentiment improved for the month of September, but the current account deficit ballooned in the second quarter. The uptick in sentiment was a surprise considering that the stocks have declined for three consecutive weeks. Extra unemployment benefits have also expired, but still sentiment seems to be holding up pretty well. Why? Maybe there's still a lot of hope for vaccine um, and the vaccine is right around the corner. So that's something that it was unusual, but something to note. But the general tone was risk aversion. If you look at the dollar yen, dollar yen fell for the fifth day in a row to a one year low. Uh, lastly, quickly on the euro, the rise in virus cases in Europe should be a cause of concern for all euro USD traders. ECB is not worried about the level of the currency, but if new restrictions lead to a further slowdown, the central bank may have to alter its stance. Right now, the euro is attracting buyers because ECB policy is less dovish than the Fed and the BOE. Unlike the Fed, they have, haven't made it, made many changes to the inflation strategy. And unlike BOE, they are not at the cusp of lowering interest rates to negative territory. But keep an eye out for the euro zone PMI reports that will probably come out, uh, that is going to come out this week. Uh, and any slowdown in service and manufacturing activity could trigger some moves in the Euro USD. So that's the update. Stay safe and healthy, everyone, and speak tomorrow.